0: This is The Average Guy Network, and you found Financial Tech and the GuideRock Capital Management Weekly Commentary for the week of April 15th, 2013. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And we post the show, including the written commentary, each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Financial tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and president of GuideRock Capital Management, located right here in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive a free copy of the written commentary in advance, send Andrew an email, just Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com and put subscribe in the subject line. If you have questions or comments that we can read and answer on the show. And actually, Andrew, I have one of those for us tonight. I'll dig that out while you're talking. You can email the show. Just email Andrew, Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com. And, of course, you can find us both on Twitter. Andrew is just Andrew D. Hunt, and I am at Jay Carlson. Andrew, we, you and I have both had a crazy week. It's Wednesday, and we're finally getting to the market commentary. How are you?
1: I'm good, uh, Jim. And uh, I just want to make sure that uh, my audio is coming through here. It looks like it is. Okay. Yeah, I got you. You bet. Got- Google Hangouts telling me that they're muting my mic, so I don't know what that's all about.
0: Nah, you're good. You're Whatever. good. Let her
1: rip. <laughs> I'm great. So it is it is tax week. Happy tax week, everybody. Uh, we have been slammed busy. I know Dr. Collison over there has been busy at uh, conferences and such, and I've been busy um, with our friends and our clients, and so it's just been a good week. It's good to be busy. I try not to take that for granted, but You know, last week the Fed was kind of busy as well, busy making mistakes. Uh, They accidentally emailed their market-moving Federal Open Market Committee meeting notes uh, to congressional staffers and trade lobbyists on Tuesday at 2 p.m. The catch is is that they weren't supposed to release those to anybody till Wednesday at 2 p.m. So once that mistake was finally realized, the, the Fed realized, uh, gosh, we screwed up, and so they quickly released the minutes to everyone on uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, the markets enthusiastically embraced those minutes. They, uh, the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at a record high again, um, and the Standard & Poor's S&P 500 is uh, already mirroring analyst targets for the full year, which is kind of crazy because last time I checked, it is only April. Um, The meeting minutes indicated, though, that committee members, they're a little less clear on the issues, and uh, the Washington Post had a nice little quote I wanted to read for you guys tonight. It says, quote, a few Fed officials think quantitative easing should be stopped immediately, a few think it should be shrunk fairly soon, many think it should be slowed if we see a rebounding job market. A few think it should continue at its current size until the end of the year, and a couple think it may need to be increased. The minutes also make clear Fed officials are not all on the same page in determining the economic climate that would trigger that tapering. End quote. So, pretty clearly, the committee members, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty spread across the board there. They have all kinds of opinions, and, uh, you know, They're not the only ones who uh, are are thinking about the economy. According to the Wall Street Journal, um, the Thomson Reuters University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index shows that... um Consumer sentiment has improved significantly from late March, but it it really just started to decline again uh, from March to April. So kind of interesting, and we think that a lot of the Bloomberg.com actually speculated that a lot of that weaker sentiment probably has to do with the payroll tax uh, rollback, if you remember our most... Paychecks were about forty dollars heavier last year than they are now, and there's some uh, weaker U.S. economic data coming out. So, uh, consumer sentiment not at uh, not the best that we've seen in a while. So, kind of interesting. You know, one of the things that we've uh, that that we talk about a lot in investing is this concept that uh, some people say that stock markets tend to return or revert to the mean, and what. What really does that mean? I'm sure you guys have heard it out there in the world, a reversion to the mean. Um, and really, it's just a statistical phenomenon. It's really the concept that the further something goes from the average or the mean, the more likely it is that the next thing comes back will be closer to the mean. So, for example, if a baseball player is batting an average of 330, let's say, and hits a 180 game, it's likely that the player will hit a better game uh, in the next time around. Um, unless he's in a slump, but that's a different topic. We won't even go there. So mean is really a theory behind a variety of investment strategies. Some analysts who employ the theory um, look at average stock price, look at average return, or another statistic that they find relevant. And um, they might say, hey, we're we're thinking that a company's recent performance, Significantly from its his, his historical average, and so maybe if it's worse than average, they might decide that the company's prices are going to revert to the mean and they might buy it. Uh, if it's better than average, they might choose to sell it. Similarly, if there's a market or an index such as the US Treasury market or the Standard and Poor's index and it performs significantly worse than its mean, investors might decide that better performance is ahead and vice versa. In an article in 2009, Forbes said, uh, Forbes, the big money magazine, said, mean reversion is an odd concept because it is clearly not causal. The market's historic return of 9% a year is based on over 100 years of data, which is typically what we consider the modern stock market, and of course, the ride to that 9% is a bumpy, volatile one with many major double-digit up years and double-digit down years, all that over time have averaged out to 9%. The point is that any average is a moving target. A significant upward movement that pushes the historical mean lower, or excuse me, or a movement that pushes the mean lower can shift uh, the, the total average over time. So really, regardless of the investment theories employed by analysts and money managers, investors I think you want to set financial goals. Carefully choose the asset allocation strategy and hold well-diversified diversified portfolios that maintain a long-term perspective. That's, that's, I think, in your best interest. Okay, so here's the weekly quote. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle, and the life of the candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. And that's from the Buddha
0: good old buddha yeah for us all right andrew well thanks again for you know i we, we've been there's been a theme of of you know the market's going crazy and you know i'm a little skeptical of what's going on and uh just that we can sustain it so to see those notes and to see see the feds have some confusion around it maybe some this and some that it doesn't surprise me i i, I think people continue to need to be cautious about things this is I've lived through the dot com bubble twice, and uh, these I'm seeing a lot of the same things that happened during those, during those times. So just just uh, be careful out there. I think is what I would say to people. And uh, Andrew, I think that's what you're saying in, in what we do here. Well, thanks, Andrew. If you're new to podcasts and you're looking for an easy way to listen each week, this is easy and risk-free. You, can, uh, you might want to try using Stitcher, available on both, uh, the, uh, both Android and iPhone platforms, as well as any browser. It's a great way to listen to the podcast at home. And on the road, this show and all the past shows are on Stitcher, stitcher.com. Search financial tech. That'll get you there. And actually, I just listened to it on Stitcher the other day. I wanted to make sure it was still sounding good out there, and it is stitcher it's uh, education for your ears be sure to visit guide rock capital that's just a guide rock capital all one word dot com you can follow andrew on twitter of course at andrew d hunt and get all the show notes for this show all the financial commentary out at the average guide tv now andrew and i after a long day say thanks for listening and we'll catch up with you next week remember be safe and smart about your investing
2: GuideRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.org. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink, or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.